This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. I almost forgot the name of the podcast again. Again. It's been a while since you forgot that actually. It has. I've been doing been doing pretty great. You have been. So today we get to talk about a woman with a very good heart. Although she had some problems in her life, but that's okay. So we all we all do. So this is actually a really good one to learn from and see what we can take from it. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and read her whole story. We're going to read John 4, verses 6 through 26. Oh. the Samaritan woman at the well. Oh, I guess we should have said that. Another woman without a name. <laughs> it's fine. All right. But they would have figured it out when I started reading the story. They would have. They would have. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman from Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest to drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is, who that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee the living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence hast thou comest that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever shall drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus saith unto her, Go call thy husband and come hither. The woman said, answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou hast not, how, but, but <laughs> and he whom thou hast is not thy husband, and in that saidest thou truly. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus saith unto her. Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. The hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. And when he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. So there you go. There you have it. There you go. Kind of a long reading, but I think... I read fast. You did. No, I wasn't complaining. I was just saying it was a lot to read. And it's verses we come to often to talk about worship, which is good. But today, we're just going to focus on this woman and her heart. She had a good heart. She did have a good heart. She had some problems in her life, though, and is that the part you were going to talk about? Yeah. I can if you want, unless you want to. No, you go ahead. So, this woman, the Samaritan woman, was 
willing to admit that she was not living in a correct situation. And she knew that because when he said, go get your husband, she was like, I actually don't have one. And Jesus is like, right, you had five. (laughs) And the guy you have now is not your husband. And she knew that. Clearly she knew that because she said, I don't have one. And I think, I mean, first of all, I think that Jesus obviously said this because of that. Like knowing like that she had sin in her life, so called her out on it, which is good. And but she admitted it. She's like, yeah, no, I don't. It's not great. Um, yeah. But also, I wanted to look at her willingness to learn, and not only her willingness, but her desire to understand. She, she was like, oh, obviously you're a prophet. Let me ask you a question. Where are we supposed to worship? And she wanted to know that, and she she had this desire to worship God the way that he wanted them to worship. And I think, too, it shows that she, like, had, she had knowledge. She just didn't quite understand it, which was the case with a lot of um, individuals at that time because they did not have the full um, gospel message, right? They had not received all of it yet. And so there was some confusion on her part, but she did know that a Messiah was coming. And I like that in verse 25 that she's like, okay, well, I know that the Messiah is coming, which is called Christ. And when he's come, he's going to tell us all these things. So like she was she had even, that faith. yeah, even though she was a Samaritan woman, like she was still looking forward to the Messiah coming and knowing all of the things that he would then bring to them. So that part's pretty cool as well. And the part I was going to talk about actually happens after this. So I'm going to read a little more, but that's okay. So we're going to read on um, verses 27 and 28. We'll just read those two. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men, Come, see a man which told me all things that I, that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? And then verse 30, they went out of the city and came to him. So like she left Jesus and went right back into the city and got more people. Like she was excited and ready to go share this person that she had found with others. And I think sometimes we kind of lack the zeal that she had because we do not go out and just want to tell people about the Messiah that we have found. And so this kind of says a lot about her heart. Then if you keep reading, the story gets cooler. So let's go ahead and read 39 through 42. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. It's a lot of reading, but I feel like it's really good to... Yeah, I was going to go there, but go for it. Sorry. I was reading while you were talking. Um, And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified. He told me all the thing, all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with him. And he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his word. And said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying. For we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. So it's just, it's 
it's really cool that she went and she told them and then they all believed too they were all like no you're right yeah and they and they said to her which is also really important we believe not because of what you said but what he said and that is we need to be messengers of god's word and not expect people to believe our words, but rather his words. And that's really the whole point, is we are to point them to the word of God and let that do the speaking to them. It needs to just be a reflection of, the, or that song, Magnificat. It's also a verse. I don't know where it is, though. Somewhere, maybe John. I think it's John. I don't know. Um, that we are supposed to magnify the Lord. My soul doth magnify the Lord. So... Exactly. That through us, people can see God and see his it's word. It's not about our glory, but God's. And she was the perfect person to do that only because, not only, but partially because the men of that city and the people of that city would have known her life. And they would have known that she had had many husbands and the person she was with then was not her husband. So they would have understood that, like, this is not some, you know woman out there trying to act like she's perfect or anything else like she was a sinful woman that had need of a savior and so but she still wasn't ashamed to go and tell them when she had found this you know messiah that was going to save us all from our sins and this is not the only example we have of jesus picking people who you know weren't what we would consider perfect people like if he had picked scribes and pharisees to go out into the world he could have done it but it it means more coming from people who do need that help and i think that that goes right back to the idea and i think we've talked about it before on some of our podcasts the idea of being real with one another and letting people in to see like we all have problems that we struggle with and we all have sin that we need to overcome we all need a savior and so that's the whole point of church it's not because we're perfect it's not because we're better than everyone else it's because we need help yeah and then we can show other people where to get that help too because they know people people that we're going to people that we meet they know that they have problems and so if you go to them with a kind of an attitude of like i'm perfect and you need this help then that's going to drive them away. Whereas if we can go to them and say, I needed help, and this is where I saw it, this is where I found it, and point them to God through His Word. It is, and you can relate to that. And people can see that. that It's very important to be relatable in this. It is. And I think we can go to Romans 1.16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So th- this woman here, she was not ashamed of the gospel. Um, she was not ashamed of the Messiah. And she was not ashamed to go and um, admitting that she had her faults as well and still say, look, I have found this one. And she was able to point a lot of people to Christ because of that. So that, that's it. That really sums it up. Relationship advice? Don't have five husbands. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, very straightforward one. That's yeah, that that's there. pretty easy <laughs> yeah. right there. Um we could go to another thing too though. Um, but not really relationship advice. But when you have flaws, admit, admit them. them. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, it is hard, but well, it is important. It's, it's beneficial. Yes, and it's important, and we all have problems. So the quicker you admit them, the quicker you can... Um, Move on. Yeah. Proceed. Well, take care of them. Amen. Amen. All right. Okay. That's um, it. To be safe. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.